I'm Carrie, your friend, the therapist. On this podcast, we're skipping the small talk and working to destigmatize mental health through intimate conversations with everyday people about their mental health journeys and how they stay well in a world that feels like it's falling apart. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. You know the drill. Um, all We've right, here around we the go. clock before. You have. Yes, I learned a lot from you that I will see if I can apply here. Um, okay. My guests today are the ladies from Cycle Chats. Cycle Chats is a podcast to help millennial women break the cycle, empower each other through education, and inspire each other to start changing the narrative of what it means to be a woman. I had the privilege to be on the podcast a few months ago. So we're flipping the script here and I have Emily and Stephanie joining me today. So I'm going to pass the baton over to you, whoever wants to go first and just introduce yourselves. Who are you? And then we'll dive into wellness and all that that entails. <laughs> this is always the worst part. We just, we, Steph and I go back and forth. We're like, who goes first? We should already have <laughs> a set schedule of, of like, who goes first. Yeah, <laughs> on every episode. Yeah, I can take I can take it away. Yeah, go Steph. So yeah, actually, that opening was accurate because at the time that we had our interview, it, we were still cycle chats. We actually now break the cycle with the cycle chats <gasps> network. Yeah, amazing. So we, we rebranded just a little rebrand, um, but it's still kind of all the same family. It's just cycle chats is now the big umbrella. And in case anyone's wondering whose sultry voice this is, um, my name is Stephanie. <laughs> my name is Stephanie, and I am one half, or uh, I guess we can't even do one one break anymore because we're going to be like cycle breakers. But I'm one half of the the whole kitten caboodle. Um, mm. And then you said a little bit about me. Is that kind yeah, of like the yeah? The, like who who are you outside of break the cycle? I oh, love that question. Um, you know what? I am just trying to get it all together. Mm. Like, if you want an honest answer from me outside of this, um, I'm a freelance makeup artist. I have been for over 14 years, which makes me feel like Grandma Hubbard. Um, and. I'm a dog mom officially, which is very exciting. And I will be moving out this year for the first time ever in my life, which is crazy. But yeah, so outside of podcasting, I'm just I'm just doing makeup and trying to make people mm. giggle. That's that's mm. pretty much the uh, the mo these days. Amazing. So the dog mom is a new hat that you're wearing. It's a new hat, yeah. And I happen in the to last have. Year. Yeah, I happen to have um, the spawn of Satan, actually. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was one of those horror movies that you see. Uh -huh. uh, I got stuck with the 666 baby. Like, he's he's so sweet when he wants to be. But he's – I also have to foremention, he is a year and a half almost. Yeah. So he's yeah. still a puppy, but he just – he does things to get your attention. Like it's negative. He'll be like, Ooh, if I'm a mm -hmm. bad boy, I'll get mom's attention. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, be a good boy to get mom's attention. So mm -hmm. that's been, 
it's been a learning curve. And I say that with all jest and love. I love the absolute heck out of him. I took a photo today and I was like, everybody look at this picture of my dog. Like I'm one of those people that on the ready when someone's like, oh, I love dogs. I'm like, here's mine. You know, I'm yes. I'm, obno- I'm obnoxious about it. Rightfully yeah. so. I love him. He's he's my little noodle. You're in good company. <laughs> Blessings. Very good yes. company. Yeah. We can start this uh, whole thing off of who I am with what <laughs> Christmas present did I get last? I got a stroller for my dog. <laughs> That's Amazing. what I got from my in-laws. They were like, yeah, you said that you wanted to like take the dog around. So we just thought like we'd get you a stroller. Meanwhile, the dog has not gone in the stroller. Who has gone in the stroller? The cats. So now we're like walking around the neighborhood. We have the dog on the leash and we're like, this little blue polka dot stroller walking around with our Siamese cat in it. And people are like looking at me differently. I, I, it was crazy observation. I was like, wow, every, I mean, like everyone's very friendly in my neighborhood, but everyone's waving. They're looking at me like, wow, she's a mother. How beautiful. And then when people get close to see the baby and they assume that it's a human baby, their reaction when they see that it's a cat is I, just the best thing in the world. So that's a really good description of who I am. And this sultry voice, I'll steal it from Stephanie, is uh, Emily here. Yeah. But other than being a ridiculous human being with a polka dot cat slash dog stroller, um, I am also a, I like to always say I'm a forever <laughs> student. So I'm just in taking as much information as I possibly can and bettering myself. I, I think that's the kind of the best way to get into every day. I just love the energy you both are bringing because <laughs> I- Because of that dog this, stroller anytime. <laughs> this is just not often a high energy podcast therapists in general we tend to be real calm and quiet people um so i i appreciate the change of pace <laughs> um, sort of like boom saying the lights change yeah. we're like come over to the dark side gary <laughs> happy to um so and and this can continue to be a comedy hour however you guys want it to be <laughs> but i would love to hear your thoughts on wellness what is that extremely huge concept mean to you and how do you each stay well either as individuals or I know your friends and podcast hosts together who is this person I've Um, never met her yeah first day this random human (laughs) who is this (laughs) so wellness as individuals or in relationship um yeah what does that mean to you um for me I think what we'll do going back and forth is Emily will go second. I'll go first. Yeah. I love that. For me in my personal life, wellness means exercising, not just for the physical benefits of it, but for the mental benefits. That's Mm -hmm. always really important. I was was training today and one of the sets that I did um, in legs was not what I wanted it to be. And I fell short a little bit, but instead of getting upset, which I've done in the past, I said, okay, well, I have another set to make it better. Mm -hmm. So I don't just all of a sudden be like, oh, this is the worst workout ever. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing that's kind of what wellness means to me. Also, allowing myself to eat all foods, like not Mm -hmm. labeling a food as bad or good, but 
maybe some foods perhaps need to be eaten in moderation and not an entire bag of Doritos and M&Ms in one sitting. You know what I mean? Like just like a little bit, a taste. That's kind of, for me, that's been really important is to not restrict myself. Um, and just practicing, practicing acceptance that you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. Um, and that the bad days don't actually define your progress when it comes to mental health. Um, for those who may not know, I like to consider myself almost recovered from an anxiety disorder. I do still have disordered tendencies, but it's, I mean, I'm like actively living my life without it stopping Mm me. Um, so that, road was very difficult because I would always be like, oh, I'm having a setback if I had an anxious day. And the truth is there are no such things. They're just, I I like to think of them as reminders um, or my body just saying to me, hey, maybe we need a little more practice in this area. I think we're mm-hmm. falling a little rusty in allowing ourselves to accept the panic. Or So I look at them as little like, um, little hurdles that come my way that just like in the gym, you'll plateau and then you'll go up a weight and the weight will be really hard. And you'll be like, God, wow, this, you know, I want to go back down to the easy weight where it's comfortable. Um, but you realize that no growth actually happens if you continue to keep yourself at a, a lighter weight. So mm-hmm. that's is, and also too, I take medication for anxiety I'm not on a very high dose and I, my goal this year is to get off of it. And that's a personal choice just to see if I can, but there's no shame in the game. If it comes to pass where I'm like, this is wild and I have to go back on, then I figure that out when it comes, comes to it. But I do not think that there should be any taboo whatsoever, whether you choose Mm -hmm. to use help or not when it comes to that for your mental health, um, there's no, there's no shame in it at all. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, and in our partnership, I think the biggest thing for wellness is checking in with each other, um, being able to spend time with each other that it doesn't just involve the podcast, which we tend to do. I mean, when we're together, that's, we are very excited about it. But like Emily said, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. It's because all we've been talking about is podcasting. And so mm. I'm sure tomorrow is our uh, our get-together day is yeah. we will we'll do work, but we'll also, I know the two of us will actually catch up with each other. We'll spend some time like, because I think the day is allowing for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's learning to check in. It's also learning to know when you're feeling triggered and learning to step away instead of having like an immediate conversation. So unbeknownst to Emily, I'm just going to say it here on the, on the episode. Oh God, I did something bad. No, it's nothing bad. So we're recently, we've got back on TikTok, which is very exciting for us. And we're posting every single day. And I missed a day. And I'll be honest with you, it didn't even cross my, like, I thought I had posted it. So she checked in and she was like, hey, saw there wasn't one that went up. Are we going to kind of get back on it today? And I, and because we're doing so well, we're doing well. (laughs) And so reading it today, that is exactly how I read it. Hey, I'm just checking in like, you know, like excitement. When I read it initially, 
I read it as like, um, are we going to get back on that today? And I had to separate myself because my text mm. messages were very short. And I said, it's they're short for a reason because if I let myself feed into how I'm feeling right now, I'm, I'm going to just make this into something that it's probably not. Well, looked at my period tracker and wouldn't you know it, I'm about mm. to get my period. So I Me knew too. what was – Oh, so the new moon. It is it is a witchy time to have yeah. your period. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, so that's and that's something that I've gotten good at, and I know Emily's gotten good at too. Is that mm-hmm. we don't we'll like step away and like I'll even sometimes if I send a text and I'll get kind of like a shorter answer. I'm like she's going through something right now, or I'm reading into it, or she just needs a minute, you know. And it's that has worked really well for us. And I'm, so wellness mm-hmm. in our relationship is knowing each other, but also knowing ourselves and knowing when to step away from the phone. Like I put my phone on do not disturb last night. Cause I'm like, I can't talk to any, anybody was upsetting me. My mom, my friends, my one friend was asking, she's like, Hey, did I leave this thing at your house? And I was like, why would she be asking me that? Like everybody was upsetting me. So I was like, I need to put my phone on do not disturb because I'm not <laughs> going to be good for anybody else. And mm. I'm obviously this morning I was like, what was I so mad about? <laughs> like with everyone, like if just, and then, you know, period today, I'm like, Oh, there we go. So yeah, yeah. that's what wellness means to me. Long answer made even longer by three yeah. different stories. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. I, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. We went from, you know, laughing to serious real quick and I appreciate that. Yeah. We go in and out. We ebb and flow. Um, and the two of you are friends outside of your podcast and we're friends before the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Very much so. Yeah. I don't think it would have worked if we weren't any other way. Yeah. That's (laughs) what we've had a few people reach out that actually want to do a podcast with another person. And I was very open and honest with somebody. And that was like, uh, Stephanie saw what I wrote to this person. Mm -hmm. and, And also that was one of like our times where she took it in a way that I wasn't meaning. I was just being brutally honest with that person that if you don't know this person well enough, you cannot do the podcast with them. Like there's just, it's, there's no way because it's yeah. really hard to be two people doing one thing with one goal. It, it's very, mm. very difficult because sometimes Stephanie will think of doing something a different way and I'll want to do it a different way because mm-hmm. we're two different people. people. And right. yeah. that's very, very difficult sometimes. So that yes. was one of our earlier arguments that we, or discussions. I don't know. We never say arguments. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's, we're like, get out of here. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I like to call them sisterly spats because yeah. that's really what it feels like is like two sisters just like kind of metaphorically pulling each other's hair and then like going to get ice cream afterwards. It yeah. doesn't ever <laughs> feel like detrimental. Like, you know, we'll cry at the end of it mm. and then we'll be like, I love you. I love you too. And then like we yeah. move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a special friendship. Yes. Survives so. this. Yeah. Yeah. So Emily, what is wellness to you in relationship with Stephanie or just in your life in general? So I, I wrote notes um, because I'm <laughs> an overachiever and I cannot help myself. Uh, also, I had time because, my, like I said, before we hit record, my husband is in virtual reality. And when I was cooking dinner, was playing uh, VR ping pong with my brother-in-law. Um, so I was like, I guess I'll write some notes because I have time. So Amazing. I think when you hear wellness, I think the first thing that people think of is physical health. 
Mm-hmm. And while that is, of course, a aspect of it, I think it's more mind, body, and soul wellness equals it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the trifecta of what we need to be whole, complete, and like satisfied. We can't, it's like if you're trying to just eat one food group, there's no way that you're going to be full and satisfied. You need a little bit of carb, a little bit of vegetable, a little bit of protein, right? A little bit Mm. of grain, whatever it may be to make your full meal satisfying. And same thing goes for your mind, body, soul. So I think that was really important because if we enrich every part of ourselves, that is, I, I believe, what creates wellness within our body. It makes us better humans. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah. Steph said, was talking about our relationship. And one thing that Steph didn't mention that is something that we put on probably six months ago, but like we say all the time, time is a construct and I never know when things happen. Um, <laughs> but something that we decided to do to hopefully better our uh, working relationship was setting work hours and strict boundaries on when we will talk about podcasting stuff Mm. within, I think it's Monday through Friday from nine to three. Outside of that, we will not talk about podcasting. However, if, of course, because we are always up, we we apologize. We'll be like, I'm so sorry. This is out of business. And none of us either mind. I'm like, I don't, it's fine. (laughs) But something about the way going about it, I think has been Mm -hmm. really, really helpful in our business relationship because we're like, I know that this is a boundary. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm letting you know that I thought of this and I was just so curious. So it's like one of those things. And most of the time I will tell you, I, I feel that those maybe were set. I want to say for my, in my benefit on my defense, I like that because I have a tendency to get, def- I don't want to say I get defensive about everything, but I have an authority issue where if I feel like someone thinks they're my boss, I like lose my mind. So mm. when, when she does that, when she's like, Hey, I know it's outside of working hours. I giggle. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like I'm podcasting with my best friend. <laughs> so it, it lowers, it lowers my guard to be like, yeah. you know, it's not like my boss is clocking in and needs that report on her desk by, you know, end of day. It's so it's, that's been really helpful because I don't know, Emily, if you even know this, but to me, it adds the humor into what we do. So it allows mm-hmm. me to feel like, oh, this isn't a have to, it's a want to. And that's mm-hmm. a really big differentiation. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. So I love that boundary. I've seen like a really big difference in how we yeah, interact uh, just by doing that because we're like giving each other an out, like you're saying, we're, like, mm. so sorry, this is outside of business hours. <laughs> I this idea. just want to like, we come up with our hands up. It's like one of those things. It's like we're being held hostage. We're like, no, don't shoot. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even just acknowledging like this is a boundary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm about to maybe cross it, but like I know that it exists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that, that for some reason that has been extremely yeah. helpful. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to hear like the birth of this podcast. So originally Cycle Chats, now Break the Cycle. Mm-hmm. How did this start? When? Why? What inspired it? Yeah. So we, yeah, we had another company. It was called, called Onatha. And it was a period subscription box that its basis was all small women-owned businesses, Mm -hmm. all of the products within the box. Um, Essentially, 
that, that, I guess, piece, how do I word this? That product needed some education behind it, we felt. And so we said, wonder if we do a podcast. And I'll get to be honest, I can even backtrack it further. Emily and I, during the height of the pandemic, we were going to do a podcast. I'm just going to be called Love Palace, which is oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh. The first episode, episode really- first episode in the somewhere. I have it somewhere. Amazing. But it's, we were gonna do we were gonna do a podcast, and it just didn't take off. And I think that's because we were like, let's like how everyone and their mother starts one with their friend is let's just record together. But then nobody thinks about like who's gonna edit this, who's gonna post it, who's gonna you know. Mm. So we said, you know what? Let's do a pod. Let's actually try to do this podcast, but let's do it where we talk about our menstruation and how that affects, like it can be an educational tool that goes along with the box. And it just took off. I don't, she grew her own legs. She grew her own breasts. And she said, "Ah, you know, you think this is one thing. We didn't even touch on the question of having a period and we wrote it down. And our first guest, we ended up talking about mental health. We talked about relationships. We talked about generational traumas. We talked about like all of this stuff that had nothing to do with a period. And it just, it took off. The box, unfortunately, did not. Um, I think it was a very amicable breakup between the podcast and the box. They still remain friends to this day. And, and and here we are. I mean, that's really, it just, it is continued to evolve. So when we, you know, now we're at the point where we don't, you know, we tried to be like really PC and we were trying to be really like, you know, tiptoe around certain things. We didn't want to offend anybody. And now we're at the point where it's like, we're just going to speak very honestly. And we're going to tell our story and the stories of other women that are like us. And if you don't like it and you want to give backlash to it, I mean, we're not, we're not going to fight you. We're just Mm going to tell you there's a door, you know? So that's kind of like break the cycle is we realize that it, it's, it's the podcast has kind of turned its nose to how, how do we break the cycle of toxic relationships, generational trauma, women's health issues? How do we break the cycle of, of all of those things? So that's kind of where Mm. we are now and then because we're absolutely out of our minds we have about six or seven shows like and counting um and so we decided we'll keep cycle chats but it's a network now so she's the cycle chats network but our main show with just emily and i and our guests is now break the cycle and then you know little plug we'll see see what literally can go to cyclechats.com and see all of the like 8 million shows that we have mm. underneath. So amazing. Do you want to plug any of the other shows or oh I gosh. will definitely link them in the show notes. Like I mean, do whatever. There's too many. If you haven't listened to Carrie's episode of cycle swaps, you should totally mm-hmm. do that. But that's where we yeah. are on other female podcasters, because we think that's really important to help uh, spread awareness about, their podcast with our audience. And then we hope that this, you know, we do the same sort of thing so that we're each kind of collaborating. Cause I, I think women supporting women is, is truly so mm. important. And people are like, Oh my God, I love you so much. And I 
hate it. It's so fake. So like we mean it. Stephanie says that all the, we mean it when like we always say collaboration over competition. It's so important. Like together we yeah. rise. It's not that we should be separated and then nothing happens. Um, then we have uh, sync ups, which just started again then January. Yep. It started last week. Nicole's for a second episode will drop this Saturday. So those are with some of our guests that have, um, that just had a lot to say and we're very, very educated and we like didn't get to so many things or we found the mm-hmm. topic so interesting that we bring them back and we offer actually offer them a four-part mini series underneath the Cycle Chats umbrella. And I edit the podcast for them so they don't have to do anything. They just have to record it, send it to me, and I will take care of all the promotional matter. That way they can get their voice out there. Also, if they're interested in doing a podcast or starting it, it can really help them decide if this is something that they would be interested in doing or not. So it gives them more of a, a platform. Um, and then those are our two main ones. Then we have Chit Chats, which is just Stephanie and I on YouTube. We're going to start doing Chit Chats with local cats where we are going around just Stephanie and I, but talking to uh, Florida female entrepreneurs, which is really exciting. And then actually doing the thing that they teach. So like we took oh. a bar class and got our butts absolutely wiped. <laughs> um, that was amazing. I had never been more sweaty in my life. And then this year, we're also going to be starting Bridge the Gap, which is a series where really crazy. When you list it all out, I think people just go, I'm so sorry, what's happening? Uh, Yeah, literally, why? Uh, But Bridge the Gap is starting this year. That's where we're going to bring on actually male podcasters and then a male expert in a field and try and bridge the gap between genders. So we're going to focus on like relationships and fatherhood, and we're going to talk about male and female athletes. So that's going to be really exciting. We're looking forward to that one. And then eventually uh, talk and shit with chats will come out and that will just be like a five minute little show where Stephanie and I are just like going full ham on the mic and just talking about what really pissed us off that week. And then I think and we, get, and we get to swear on that one, which is yeah, we have to swear on that for one. me. It's incredible. Do you guys have comedy backgrounds? You remind me of like stand up comedians who oh, you yeah. just made Stephanie's entire day. Because I always um, joke, I'm like, that's yeah. it. I'm quitting and I'm doing stand up. But you know, <laughs> we always say like, that we have. Like- I feel like we'd get one heckler. I they'd be like, show me your boobs, and I'd be like, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. So I don't know that I'd be very good at it. <laughs> No, I think you'd be great. I actually think we'd probably be very good at it. We, oh my goodness, we could easily come up with a, a quick five, as they say in the biz. <laughs> yeah, well, five. and to to answer your question, uh, the answer is yes. We have theater backgrounds, yeah. which I think yes. help. helps. Yeah, it definitely helps. Um, mm-hmm. We're not we're not like in comedy. Like we weren't like trained in comedy. We're just naturally this funny. Yeah. yeah, amazing. <laughs> I am in I am in a stand-up comedy show that travels the country every now it's, and again. And it's so good. I yeah, wish plus, anybody though, right? could huh? 18 plus though, right? So no little babies oh, in the audience. This is adult humor plus. First time I ever heard Emily say some of those things. I was like, oh, Emily. It was very it was very scandalous. I loved it. Yeah. It's a good show. I enjoy doing it. But yeah, so that's an hour and a half of just straight penis jokes. So it's super Amazing. fun. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, whenever, if you come to Boston, I definitely. I know. I'm really hoping that they'll bring us to Philadelphia and that area again. We were in New York a few years ago, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, amazing. So with all of these different, you know, arms of the Cycle Chats network, mm-hmm. how do you find balance in your life, in your friendship, <laughs> in your um, relationships? So. I like to, so what I'll, cause Stephanie and I work very, very differently. It's one of the things that we first learned about one another because being friends is very different than being business partners, right? Oh, like yeah. you're not working on anything remotely. Like I want to make money doing this. And so it's different than just having a friendship where it doesn't matter. Stephanie and I can hang out and just shoot the poopy. It doesn't, you know, it's fine. But in business, we have to be business women. So we have to think with mm-hmm. our, 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 our brains a little bit more. We can't just be fooling around and doing nothing. So I think when we first were learning how one another works differently in business, one of the things that I really like to do is schedule time. So like I like to do about an hour of work on the podcast a day. That's what I'll, that's the amount of work that I'll put into it. Now, sometimes I have more time and I am more than happy to send a few emails and get it done, but I am strict on my, I work for an hour on editing and that's about, about 10 or 15 minutes of the episode that I'll get done a day. And then within a week, I know that I can get one episode pumped out. And then like today, I, today was the first week of my students next or new semester. I'm a college professor. And so one of my colleagues was out sick this week and she was like, can you take my class? So I was like, of course I can. More than happy. More money. You got it. So I had about a two hour break in between waiting for her class to start. So I just stayed in my classroom and I was just sending emails today. I was like, hey, how you doing? This is what's going to go on. I need to connect you with this person. And then I sat there and edited, right? So like I did a bunch of stuff and because I had the time. But if it is past a certain hour, like five o'clock for me is kind of quits time. That's when I tell my students they can't text me anymore as well. I'm like, nope, that's my time now. Um, Mm -hmm. Then I'm done. Like recordings, beautiful, but editing wise or like work wise, I'm done at five. So I think once again, it's that boundary thing, right? Setting boundaries for myself, for other people, knowing like this is when I'm working and this is when I'm not. Because yes. it's so helpful. It, it, I mean, it, it's so helpful because then we'll get emails. Mm-hmm. Like we just got a ton of emails. We constantly are getting emails, especially mm-hmm. since I sent out so many today. And I'm like, nope, it can wait. It will wait until mm-hmm. tomorrow. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. after five o'clock, I'm not going to respond. Which I'm proud of because Emily had a tendency to re- feel going. like she had to respond all the yeah. time. And it was causing burnout. And I... I also have a tendency to feel the need to not ever respond and leave it for like six days. And then I'm like, I should maybe respond. So that, again, the work hours thing, it was important. And so I'm proud of you, Emily, that you've been adhering to that very hard. Like even when we have our work days, she's like, I'm done for the day. That's it. And like, yeah, I don't like last week you were like, do you want to film one more TikTok? I was like, no, we're good. No, 
and that I almost passed out. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, was, yeah. You know, like I need to sleep at four o'clock or four thirty, and I was like, great, it's four o'clock. Bye bye. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving your house. You don't even need to kick me out. <laughs> like I can't. It's so hard, though, when you have your own business to set those boundaries for yourself. It's not like you're going into an office and leaving. Like, it's it's constant, so you have to set for yourself. And I think if you're – okay, so this – I was literally just talking to a friend about this the other day, is that – so I got so excited about it, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so when you're having – so boundaries aren't for other people. They're for you. And so if you cross your own boundary, then other people see that as an opportunity and uh, go ahead to cross your boundaries. Mm. And so you getting mad when people cross your boundaries is, I think, is silly if it gets to a point where you're continuing to engage. So example, you know, we set that rule for five o'clock. If we continue to work past five and then the other one gets upset that we're working past five. That's silly. We've crossed our own boundaries multiple times. Mm -hmm. We've sent that message that it's okay to cross this boundary. So yeah, yeah, I am that it is important and it does. I think it sends a very nice, polite message to people that you're just going to have to wait. Like I've, Mm -hmm. I've worked with people who they have a different view of entrepreneurship and that's totally fine. I just, I don't think answering a text at two o'clock in the morning is beneficial because Mm -hmm. now someone's going to be like, oh, they'll answer all the time. They'll answer anytime. And like, Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. I wouldn't want clients who are going to do that. I want clients Mm -hmm. who are going to be respectful because I know it's going to be a much a much more comfortable experience for both of us. Yes. Yeah. Are there other ways, Stephanie, that you find the balance between all these different entrepreneurial kind of things that you're have your um, feet in? I'll throw so, some flowers at Stephanie. She oh. gave me a, a thing. So okay. I'll throw flowers like Alexis told us in, in her episode of the podcast, uh, which is like mm. my favorite thing ever. I'm throwing flowers at you. Um I love that. Steph this year has decided to fill her own cup before Mm. others. And I have seen such a big difference, even though, I mean, 2024 just started, but within these like last month to six weeks, like she's definitely taking that on. And like, I just have been checking TikTok because I, I don't know. And I, I just, am like, okay, hope that did well. Um, So I love that she's getting shit sorry, poopy done. Um, you can but, swear on this. Oh, okay. Podcast. That's, That's good. Oof, it was very, my anxiety, my heart just dropped. I was like, you said oh, the no. word. Oh no. Um, but she's getting shit done. And the fact that I see her putting herself first and the dream that I know she and I share for the yeah. cycle chats network and mm. what we want it to be able to do, I think is changed so much because Steph was so good at filling other people's cup up first before she filled her own and then was having burnout and cycle chats felt like a job instead of it being fun for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, so the biggest thing that have happened, that's happened to me this year is, so I have a tendency to always want to work for small women-owned businesses, which I think you should support them. 
I really do. But work for them, (laughs) it's really hard. It's hard Mm. because the ones that I have worked for have not had really any sense of stability to them. Um, This past one was probably the most stable uh, in in a way. I wouldn't even say most stable. It was the most learning I had ever done. It was the most risk-taking I had ever done. But what comes with that really is the risk. And I learned a lot. However, I wasn't able to stick around because they just didn't have, they didn't have the capacity for it. So they didn't have the clientele for it. They didn't have the financials for it. And that was fine. And it was kind of a, an overall mutual decision because I even knew it was coming just based on numbers and being involved. And I was like, ah, you know what? I said, I think this is the last time I'll ever help make other people's hopes and dreams come to light because I keep, I keep putting myself like in second place. And then I'm the one now that is left to pick up the pieces of not having a job. And that's Mm -hmm. really hard. That is so difficult. And I'm still on good terms with the owner and I work as a freelance artist, makeup artist. Um, So I'll come kind of come and go as a client may need, but I'm not there in a managerial sense anymore. And it, it just, yeah. Putting yourself first, I think is another means of wellness too. And Mm -hmm. we always, we have a sticker, it's called healthy selfish. And that, I think it's so important to be selfish in that way because people are always really looking out for themselves in a sense, especially when it comes to business. So I'm tired of bleeding dry for things that don't ever come out to be what they're promised. And yeah, so I kind of decided that 2024, and I even told the old owner this too, is I was like, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that you gave me, but I just, I have to start putting myself first. I can't, I can't keep doing this and I'm appreciative but I, it's, this is, this is like the third time this has happened. And I just mm-hmm. have to start really being smart because I'm in my thirties. I have to start taking care of some shit, you know? And that means saying, Hey, no, I, I'm not married. I don't have kids, but I have a relationship. I have a dog. I want to take care of those things. I want to be able to financially take care of myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, I act like I'm my own family and that mm-hmm. I have my mouth to feed and my dog's mouth to feed. And so yeah, yeah. hopefully that answered. I, I was kind of lost in the <laughs> in the answer there, but hopefully that, no, answered, totally. that answered what you were kind of asking. Um, so balancing it, I think it is just been, it's been setting those very strict boundaries. And one of them is I will only work for a job that I can leave comfortably when things start to take off and a job that I can literally leave and leave behind and leave behind, like be a waitress. And when I come Mm. home, I'm like, what a rough day, but I'm not like coming home and being like, Oh, that person's food was incorrect. I don't care. Mm. I, have tom- I have tomorrow's food yeah. to make. Like I, it's, I don't want to have so much responsibility to be in charge of all of these things and all these moving pieces and conversations at 10 o'clock at night. It's not mm-hmm. fair. To me. 
anymore. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it for my own business and my own clients and my own makeup stuff and Emily and, you know, the Cycle Chats Network. I'm going to do it for those things. Absolutely. But I will never do it for another human being that's paying me ever again. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Took yeah, me a no, we, long time to learn. I was like, well, I'm finally here. Finally figured it out. Burnt my hand enough. So Right. Yeah. Well, often it is our bodies or our minds or there's something that is taking the hit for that. Mm-hmm. We have we have this type of conversation a lot in the social work therapy field too. You know, very yeah. similarly, people just expect you to be willing to burn out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I celebrate when my therapist is like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, I'm sure you saw on the calendar. I will be out of office for a few days. I'm going on vacation. I'm so sorry. And I said, first of all, can we celebrate that you're going on vacation? You know how happy that makes me. Mm. You will come back refreshed. And I said, and I have tools that I will be okay and I'm like, like, I try to like encourage her and she encourages me, but like, that's our relationship. And it's so yes. nice because she's a yes. human. Like, why on earth would you want somebody who's like, I want someone who has rested and given themselves tea. Like, I always tell her too, if you need to reschedule because you're having a rough day, oh. don't like come to session. Feel, you know what I mean? Because I can yeah. feel that. And I'm going to feel bad sharing about my bad yes. day. And then we're just trauma dumping on each other. And I'm like, nobody needs that. So yeah, I love yeah. that. I think it's yeah. important. Let your therapist yes. go on vacation, please. They need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that what what you say to your therapist, Stephanie, is such a gift to them. Aww. I mean, I when I have clients who say that to me too, and it it's just like such a uh, exhale. Not that I need that from my no, clients in any feels, way. But as a human yeah. being, and it feels good. And I always yeah. ask too, I'm like, was it fun? Did you have a good thing? I was like, first of all, we have the rest of the hour to talk about me. I said, we can talk 10 minutes about oh. how your how your thing was. And like, yeah, mm. it's, it's important. I don't know. I just, I have a different, because yes. could you imagine having to listen to, and again, this is coming from just someone who's completely like not in that field, but I, I am exhausted listening to somebody talk about their stuff mm. when I'm at capacity. I couldn't even imagine. Like you wake up, you have a bad day and you have 10 clients. You're like, oh my God, you know, mm. or maybe well, first I don't of know. all, 10 was way too many. If yeah. any okay. therapist out there is seeing 10 in a day, okay. no. See, it's, I, don't, I thought I don't so know. too. I immediately went, that is 10 hours of seeing people and listening to their bullshit. That is a lot of time. I'd have to take like a nap. I'd be like rolling in at some sort of like sleeping bag and look like a pig in a blanket and just like noise canceling headphones sleep and then have to restart the next day for 10 hours of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. somebody would feed me in the sleeping bag it would be a whole thing I couldn't do anything yeah Emily has a cardboard cut out like giving like (laughs) generic generic advice just pressing a button yeah, You're and doing how does that great. make you feel? Yeah, I just told you. <laughs> I want to ask you both a question that you asked me when I was on your podcast, which is, what does women's empowerment mean to you? Mm. For me, women empowerment means whatever you need it to mean mm. in the time of the life that you are currently in. So if mm. you are single and you hate men and you want to make tons of money 
and just do your own thing and travel, then women empowerment means I am woman, hear me roar. I don't need no man. If you are in the time of your life where you have finally found a healthy, wonderful love and you would like to lean on a man, then let that divine, soft, feminine aura glow, then then that is what women empowerment means. I really, truly have been on both sides of the coin. And I recently was with girlfriends who were single. And I was like, wow. And I'm in a relationship, a healthy relationship. We're moving in together. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to them talk. And I was like, wow. I remember when I felt like this. And it's almost like I felt like a little bit of an outcast. But once I reminded myself that I was there and I said the same things and I convinced myself of stuff and I felt those and whatever it was, like, then that's what it meant to me at that time. So I think women empowerment is ever changing to the woman that you continue to grow into being. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that within that is really just the ability to make choices and change your mind. Absolutely. Because of we're, we're, we're told we need to be one very specific way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sometimes you just, sometimes you need to have a roster. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you want to mm-hmm. go on dates. Sometimes you want to date yourself. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. think that, I, I don't know. I had a very uh, aha come to Jesus moment this past weekend. Mm. I was like, whoa, that's wild to like mm. witness myself in in real time. Because I couldn't. When you're in it, you can't witness it because you just believe it so intensely that this is this is what being a woman is. Yes. And then something shifts and change and you grow and you're like, oh, this is what being a woman is. And it shifts and changes mm. again you know it's like yeah yes. it's wild it's really wild but yeah. it's super fun i i think being mm. a woman's super cool because there is there is so much growth mm. with yeah that, you know yeah yeah i agree my answer Emma. is somewhat similar of to what you are both saying so like i was thinking about it and i was like i think especially once again, time is a construct and I don't remember exactly when it happened. So apologies. But when Roe v. Wade was overturned and women were arguing with one another and fight, like, just like combating one another about like, no, Mm. I want to have a choice about my body. No, you can't have a choice about your body. And it was just arguing. And as I always tell my students, when we are arguing and bickering, what happens? Nothing. Nobody sees anything because our ears get shut off and we no longer want to be a part of the conversation. So no change occurs. So I always think that like supporting your fellow female and female identifying humans is supporting them in whatever decision they make for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you believe it or not, it's the decision that they've made for themselves, there are a ton of decisions and a ton of times when Stephanie has done something and I'm like, that was a a bad decision. Right. But I also am not Stephanie and I was not dating like she was dating. Yeah. I was already settled in, in a happy marriage. So like 
I was not her living her life. So I couldn't make decisions for her. Of course, mm-hmm. I am the one who chose her current partner and look how well that's going. So just a little <laughs> praise for myself there. Yeah, um, she'll be getting a throne at the wedding. We've already yeah, decided. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, sometimes you need to help in any way you can. She couldn't, but- she couldn't hear one more bad dating story. She's like, please, no. Jesus, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I give him do you on a sofa platter. Um, I've already, she's already screened him. She's like, he's good to go. He's vaccine scenes. He's good. Okay, take him. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it is just supporting one another in whatever decision is right mm. for that person, whether mm. that means that it's right for you or not. Because like I was saying, the minute that we start bickering, the the patriarchy, right? These people, these old white men got exactly what they have wanted, which is for us to yes. turn against one another so that they can have the power. So yes. we're actually helping them. And that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just want that to be like over and over again. Say that over <laughs> and over again. Just put on repeat yes. and then add a little disco music in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, I, I gave you guys so many questions before all of them, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, you girls, so many questions before this. And I realized we're not going to get to all of them. And Emily, I know you did prep work. So I want to see if there's a question that you want to answer, knowing that we have five ish, seven ish minutes left. I thought that the stranger's question was so interesting. I really Mm. enjoyed it. And I was like, wow, I really wonder what strangers would assume about me that is incorrect. So I I thought about it and I was like, hmm, well, I really, I don't know. I've never gone up to somebody and been like, what are some false assumptions that you have about me? But yeah. uh, So the question is, what is something that strangers incorrectly assume about? Yeah. And I think it's so good. So I think that people, and and I'm talking about my students here, especially because of course I have a story, uh, but I think people assume that I'm a pushover because I wear bright colors, because I'm quirky, because I seem fun and energetic. And I am all of those things, but I'm also somebody that because I am a human and every human deserves the same respect as every other human. So Mm -hmm. I think that is hugely important. I have a bunch, like I tell my students every, at the beginning of every semester, they've heard it a million times. Um, My average rate of failing students is about four out of every 12 students fail my class. And it is an easy class to pass. So as I always tell them, I don't know why kids fail. It's because they're not pushing themselves to the limit that I'm, I'm asking. And I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for common decency. And, and that to me is very sad, but we can have a whole other conversation about that. Um, so one of my students, I've had this thing over the last year, I've been teaching for four years now at the collegiate level. And within the last year, I have had students that have failed my class, come back and take it again with me. This has never happened. It's just mm-hmm. started and it is thrilling right? Because therefore that means that I have taught them a lesson and they're coming back most of the time to prove me wrong. And I'm like, 
Beautiful. I love it. That's right. That's what I wanted you to do. Right. And that I I had a professor do that. He's like, God, you're so funny, but you're so fucking lazy. And he's like, and I really don't think you could do it. I was like, screw you, man. And I just saw him fairly recently. And I told him, I was said, you know, what's funny is that I was so mad at you. And I was like, I was like, fuck, fuck this guy. But I said, you ended up forcing me into a corner to where I did well for myself. And I graduated magna cum laude. Like, Mm. (laughs) I'd like to prove a point. He's like, yeah, Yeah. joke was on you. That's why I did it. He goes, it works for some students. Yeah. The ones that don't like that, it works really well. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So (laughs) this past summer, I had a a student who had failed a long time ago, like two years ago, and finally took the class with me again. And at the end of the semester, I do spy back, which my husband is like, what does that mean? It's just like a review of the semester looking back. I don't know if I created that word, but he looks at me like I'm a crazy person every time I say it. So we do a spy back, we're reviewing, and I'm asking for feedback. And I'm, you know, as I tell them all the time, constructive criticism is a beautiful thing. And that is something that you gift to me. It's not, hey, fuck you. Like, that is not constructive criticism and immediately <laughs> will trigger me and then I will curse right back at you. So it, like, doesn't really matter. Um, so this girl raises her hand who had now passed the second time. And she was like, you are a real bitch. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and I knew what she meant by it. And so I started laughing and everybody else in the class, of course, the word bitch is not the most nice word to call somebody, especially your college professor. But I knew what she meant. And she was like, because I took your class before, you have changed so much as a person. She was like, I can see it. You were once a pushover, right? But like, even back in the day, I mean, I failed her. So like... Mm-hmm. Maybe I let some things slide, but she was like, you don't let anything slide anymore. She was like, you call us out on our bullshit. You tell us when we're doing a bad job. Like she was like, you don't hold anything back anymore. And I love it. So I, mm-hmm. that's what I knew when she said the word bit. So I think that's very funny. And, and I hope that answers that question, but that is definitely yeah. something that I think people assume about me that is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Stephanie, do you want to answer that question or yeah. do you have a different one? Yeah, I think people, well, people used to assume that I was overly sexual and I wasn't. And that turned out to be true. <laughs> but that took a lot of <laughs> getting getting older and getting more comfortable in my skin. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you, man. I have absolutely no clue. I think people, maybe the same thing, people assume I'm a pushover. And then, cause I'm, I'd like to think I'm really. Not with those tattoos, baby. Not anymore. No, but like, I'd like to think I'm like super nice and understanding with stuff, Mm. but I, I don't think people like when I fire back because Mm. it seems to be that like, um, I've been called a pot stir, but a pot stir by people who, have been like not doing a good job at their job, you know, like owners that definitely were just doing things so wrong and illegal and terrible to their people. Um, Mm. So yeah, call me a potster all you want, but I'm, 
I'm going to bring to light the shitty things you're doing. And if you don't like it, then maybe look in a mirror. I don't know what to tell you. And they're always like, oh, you remind me of me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever that means. I'm just, I'm mirroring back to you how you're being. So yeah, sucks for you if you don't like it. Yeah. 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 How I just, it just struck me how, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, people don't expect women to have like backbones. (laughs) <laughs> in both of these yeah. answers and like oh, yeah. we're people pretty much that's what I yeah. literally when I tell my students I'm like I don't understand I'm a human so like if you say something that's mean it hurts my feelings <laughs> yeah you're like talking I know but that's the way yeah. it is yeah yeah we are humans oh I could talk to you both for a really long time but um, I want to respect your time and my own as we talked about boundaries. Um, but where can other humans find all the cool things that you're doing? It's my favorite question. You can go to www.cyclechats.com. It literally is everything there. We just redid the whole website. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It if is. I do say so myself, if you see anything on there that maybe is a little weird, message us. We're really active on um, Instagram, which is now this uh, Cycle Chats Network. So at Cycle Chats Network, all one word. One word. And if you DM us. And tell them our TikTok now, too. Yeah, and our our TikTok, I believe, is also Cycle Chats. Twisted my arms. No, I think it's just Cycle Chats. No? Go to our our Instagram. Just go to our Instagram and DM (laughs) us, and then we'll personally send you the link because we're going through like. We're going Cycle Chats. It's at just cycle, cycle chats. Just cycle so chats. It's, it's just cycle chats right now, but that's also going through its own thing. So if you find us on Instagram, we post follow us there because all of the updates for everything and all the links for everything are there. So if you follow us there, that's cycle chats network and then www.cyclechats.com. Amazing. I'll link all of that too. Maybe I'll get the TikTok update and get that in the show notes. Bless you. Um, yes, I will get that to you. Yeah. Thank you both so much for your time, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank Thank you. This has been another conversation with your friend, the therapist. To follow the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at your friend, the therapist pod, and you can follow my work as a trauma therapist and yoga teacher on Instagram at Carrie Fillion Psychotherapy or my website, carriefillion.com. Take care and stay well.